Hello and welcome to the One Football Podcast. So you found a cheeseburger in your jacket. Yes. And you ate it. Of course. And I didn't know how old it is. But as I said, it didn't talk to me. So it was not old enough to not eat it. <laughs> and I was very happy. I think it was in this period of time. I, it was during my studies. Mm -hmm. It was one of the happiest moments. It's a happy meal. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you find 10 bucks in your... Very good. He is good, isn't he? Yeah, yes. He's underrated, I think. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't necessarily get the appreciation. I, appreciation I see deserves. his talents. I would I say I'm overrated, personally. But You said you're overrated. Yeah. No. <laughs> This was back when you were young and free and happy, right? Yes. Both, all three things got lost over the time. Poor Benny. And now I'm here. <laughs> and now poor, you eat proper Benny. food. <laughs> I eat proper food. I'm unhappy. And I'm definitely not free. Shout out to your family right now. <laughs> It's not about my family. It's job, life, things. Yeah? Yeah? Adulthood. Maybe being on this podcast will cheer you up. Let's see. Okay. Well, joining me, Ian McCord, on today's One Football Podcast is Dan Burke. Hello. Benny Kuhlhoff. Yiggity yaggity yo. <laughs> How can I talk that? <laughs> comedy, comedy intro. And uh, Joanna Bueno. Hi. You could have just given us like a bomb geo or something like that. I can't. Really. <laughs> I can't see you. <laughs> the whole podcast is going down after that. So if you've got any football questions you would want to ask us, the address to do so is podcast1football.com. And that is exactly what Nikki McDonald has done. To give this email some context, if you remember last week's pod, we were once again celebrating Alejandro's name. All 20 syllables that go with it. When Bruna got in on the show and boasted that she too had an amazingly long name so says Nikki uh, I see your crazy long names and raise you one and get ready for this Nichelle Anya Von Wiesel MacDonald Von Wiesel is she half Dutch or is she a weasel <laughs> I don't know she, her maybe family is part of the weasel dynasty uh, <laughs> maybe Nichelle could get in touch and let us know yeah They just go, uh, uh, Nikki just goes by Nikki. Doesn't go with the whole Nichelle Anya von Wiesel McDonald. There was this great Dutch footballer which name doesn't fit on the back of a football, uh, of the jersey. Played Pierre Jan van yes, Gogh of Hesselink. Yeah. yeah. What was the Van Gogh of Hesselink? Yeah. What about Pierre van Hooydonk? That was That's, also, that yeah, was also was, a lot of, not a long one. But Van Gogh of Hesselink, I, I thought he was the only guy that has num uh, letters on his arms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We, I don't know if it's still the case because I haven't put a name on a jersey in a long time, but you used to be able to, you used to have to pay by the letter. I was thinking nobody's getting Van Hooydonk. It's <laughs> too much. Yeah, they, they would call him Donkey these days. What? Donkey or Hoi? Just short, as short as possible. They all do short things. Virgil. Mm. But Van Dyke's not so long. Why does he go by? Does he have Virgil on his jersey? They all are brands right now. Brands. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start off this podcast by saying that silly season which we're in right now is my favorite part of the season maybe even more than the football you know you get the rumors you get the deals you get the hope the hope you don't have hope for the rest of the season right now in pre-season you have hope Schalke could do something no that's Man City well Man City oh, did whatever but, <laughs> but like name another average club Bournemouth Maybe they could do something. Maybe they could get into the European Flamengo. League spots. Well, Flamengo already in the line of fire, right? They yeah, are. well, Flamengo is not going very far, mm. at least not in the Copa, um, Brazil Cup anymore. But you know what I mean? Like pre-season. I you know, hate The sun is shizing, shining. I hate pre-season. Why do you hate pre-season? Uh, when I played football actively, and I know my current uh, body situation doesn't show that I ever did active sports, but... Uh, oh, if only we had the cameras today. It was the worst part. You come from a holiday, you smoked a lot, you drank a lot of beers, and then you start like... <laughs> Yeah, but you're not professional. I'm talking about like from a fan perspective. Yeah, but from a fan perspective, I think like the first weeks of transfer rumors are pretty great. And then you get annoyed. And then they go to this silly training camps in Austria or whatever and do this show trainings. Yeah. And you always think like, hey, when do you actually do the real work so that you get prepared for the season? But you don't see that. And then it's like test games for with no people attending and no people playing. There's always a man and a dog on the side of the beach. Yeah, it's something <laughs> like this. And I think it, it takes too long. I mean, they should. 
should just stop. We should stop reporting about football that for two months. It would help us all. And then Probably wouldn't well, help our jobs. Not for the Italian fans. Not for the Italian fans, but they are special. The Calcio Mercato is a big deal for them. We found out yesterday that in Italy there are several TV shows like, or full TV channels only covering transfer market. It's my type of TV. <laughs> I love crazy. I love all the rumors and everything it's that goes crazy. in. And also, we're just going to put it out there: the best New Jersey is the Inter away. That's and I won't. I'll, I'll go on. And the Roma. The David Bowie Roma. David Bowie, yeah. David Bowie Roma. That's oh, we've got favorite. two. We've got two huge David Bowie fans right here. <laughs> One of them, a tattooed David Bowie fan. Yes. Yeah. I'm on the Inter side. Well, it's it's a room split. Till I found out how expensive it is, and now I think it's not so good. Well, we were looking at the kids' version, and we thought we could afford it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So, <laughs> so just to get us started, people were going to go around the room. Which club has had the best summer so far? Dan, you want to go first? Well, you said there was an obvious answer, here, so I'd be interested to know what you think the obvious answer is, actually. Oh, Juventus. Oh, really? Yeah. I was going to say Real Madrid was the obvious answer. Oh, for me. oh well, yeah. go ahead then. Make well, the case. Yeah, they just, they've, they've bought really well, haven't they? They've you know, been a bit of a shambles the past couple of years, Real Madrid, uh, apart from when they won the Champions League, of course. The whole Champions League thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, last year, they were particularly bad, and I feel like this, the players they've bought this summer are really going to just get them, get them back in, in contention for La Liga, for the Champions League next season. Mm-hmm. I think Eden Hazard is a, a fantastic signing for them. He's, you know, they've, they've re- lacked a player of that real sort of star quality since Ronaldo left. They've got one now and I think they'll be, they'll be amazing again next season. Got Gareth Bale. Well, yeah, yeah. It's not quite worked out that one, has it? Not, not quite. I have to agree with that. I think Real Madrid has oh, been doing a very good summer. And they have been buying, except for uh, Hazard, young players, mm-hmm. which guarantees them some time, you know. But they still need to sell, you know, not just bail, but they have a, a few true, people, yeah. you know, standing on the sale, mm-hmm. sales line and they need to open space for these new guys. Otherwise, it's going to be a bit complicated, the I, environment. In I the think the cover of Marca, maybe yesterday or the day before, had a couple of like five or six different players all holding trolleys, you know, uh, you know. As in, get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah quite, and quite that soon. can make the atmosphere in the team a bit, you know, like too competitive between the players. And, mm-hmm. you know, in Real Madrid, we know that everybody has their own ego already. Mm-hmm. So they need to start selling the players. Start selling. Benny? Um, uh, Juventus had a good summer, but I think Atletico Madrid is doing a lot of things right right now Ooh. because they got rid of this. Sh- Antoine Griezmann, yeah. he's gone for a vast amount of money that mm-hmm. he's not worth, in my my personal opinion. Wow. They got a talent that they know that they can sell if he develops like it shows in the first two years. He can, he can sell easily for 200 million euros in a few years. And they proved that they can actually make players better and send them out in the wide world of football and, um, and make more money out of it. So I think they are collecting the, all the players that the clubs in, five, in two or three years want. And uh, they've proven they can do it. And they are my secret thing for La Liga this season. Even if they bought an Englishman. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. I'm st- I'm still getting over that. But I did want to ask about Best Buy. And is it Kieran Trippier? Think, no. no, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Uh, so the Best Buy so far is it Joan Felix? Did I get that right? Yeah, uh, more or less. Okay. <laughs> the Joan part is still you need to work on that. Yeah. Work on that. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm trying daily listeners. Yeah, I promise. But it's okay. We can work on that. I think he's a very good uh, bet from Atletico, but also at the same time, a lot of money for such a young player. And 126 million, was it? Mm-hmm. 126 million for a 19-year-old player who has pretty much had one season in professional football. So that's a very risky bet. I say that's a good uh, buy, but I wouldn't say that he's the best buy of this. There, there was no loss because they got rid of Griezmann who wasn't interested to play for Atletico anymore they got the same money for him and I think they got a younger better player in the end no I agree Griezmann on that but average. I think that it's not sure that he will perform no, the way that true. we expect him to but if someone can make someone really great a Jürgen Klopp it's Diego Simeone in my, my mind Best Buy Best Buy Yuri Tielemans for me at Leicester 40 million for him I can't believe no one else was in for him I can't believe Leicester have managed to sign a player of that quality, just uncontested, basically. He was really good for them last season. I, I was think he'll be, yeah. I think he'll be a really good buy, yeah, for 40 million. I was going to go with uh, 
Tangai Ndombele. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one as well. Yeah, he's going to be brilliant. A bit of a steal price. at 60 million or something. I think they paid for him, wasn't it? Or 62 million. What's the world coming to when 60 million is a steal? I know, it's such a seller's market these days. I mean, that's that's what you say about Joao Felix, like 126 million for him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's an outrageous <laughs> amount of money when you think about it, but you, you, you don't really bat an eyelid anymore. It's just like, you know, if, 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 he, if he does come to fruition, if he does become a great player, then no one will really care. So these transfer fees only really matter when um, a player does badly, don't they? And, and people say, what a waste of money that was. But Yeah, um, like Coutinho. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Coutinho. Hey, speaking of Coutinho's club, Barcelona, and one of the biggest transfer stories of the summer, has involved your fellow Brazilian. Yes. Neymar. Yeah, my favourite. Your, your favourite of all the Brazilians, <laughs> right. Should we start with where it all went wrong? Or do you want to just give a quick recap of the, the last the last few weeks for anybody yeah, who's been well, living on Mars? I think it went wrong two years ago when he decided that he needed to shine on his own, get away from Messi and something that was working, and just go to a club that play, plays in a very, I don't know, low-level league and just like just one club's league and thought that he could shine on his own there and then he got some competition in the own club <laughs> you know Mbappé arrived and it wasn't so easy with Cavani as well he hasn't had the best two seasons and I think the whole wish that he has this uh, obsession for being the best ever like he's he was sure that he was going to break this whole Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo thing and be the one that was going to be the best after these two. And I don't see that coming. And I was there any particular thing that you think pushed him over the edge and is pushing him back to Barca? Is it Mbappe or...? I think that he was just very unhappy in Paris Saint-Germain from the beginning. He didn't shine the way that he wanted to and the way that he was supposed to by, you know, costing 200 million. And in Barca, he already knows the players, he knows the environment, he knows Messi, he knows that everything was fine there and he just wants to go back home, you know. I think that's more or less how he feels. Wow. It's the Champions League as well, isn't it? You've got to win the Champions League at PSG for it to be deemed a success. You go there and the league is a given. The cups are a given, pretty much. Th- that's why he was hired. Yeah. He, he eliminated uh, Paris Saint-Germain from the Champions League and he was hired as the guy that was going to bring the trophy home. Yep. So. Yep. Is he going about all of this the right way? Or is it a bit childish? <laughs> that's a bit, yeah. I think everything Neymar does is related to marketing in any anyhow. So everything he's building thinks he is the biggest brand in football right now. And every move he's doing is connected to, I don't know, Red Bull or Air Beats and by Dre or whatever there is. So I think also the whole transfer story right now is just to keep him in the, in the news while he's not playing any kind of football. I think, has he ever played a full season? without injuries, without anything. Has he ever performed on world-class level like the others did over like 20 years? I would say no. He has a good year in, he had a good year in Barcelona this one year where he was pretending to be better than Messi or crucial in certain situations. But I think he's just, for me, he's a clown. He's just, everything he does is clownish. So everything, if he's going to do the silly tricks uh, in in the French league, he's making fun of his opponents, uh, of the whole league of football maybe and it's just like no one if I was a footballer he was the last person I wanted my team because he wants to have all the attention uh, he is like a kid and he acts like a like a clown on the pitch and he has no respect and I, I don't know why Barcelona will bring him back because a they don't need him for their team B I think they play with him because they left he left them two years ago and they just say hey you can come back and then they shut the door in the last minute <laughs> uh, this is what, how, how I would do it and uh, C it's just like everything Barcelona still tries to hold up like that we are more than a club and we have respect and we are this little fighters in the Catalan movement and whatever and we are we are against the big world I mean it's rubbish and it's bullshit but I think if you bring back this guy to this club for a minimum 200 million euros that is not worth definitely not uh, I think you're finally killing your own uh, your own identity and everybody sees it in a, in a final way so I think he will never go back to Barcelona I'm pretty sure tell us what you really think <laughs> I would love to say that he would never go back but I don't think Barcelona managers and directors and everything think like that and I think that's a risk because Barcelona we know is has history of 
not so good hirings, not when it comes to players, but like the choices. So uh, I would love to say that the same thing, like I don't think he's a good um, acquisition for Barcelona and I don't think they should do it either because they don't need him in the pitch, in the, you know, the team that they have already. And also because of the whole thing, like he just turned away from the club, you know, and, and Isn't now he's he still wants suing the club or something back. like that. Or is his father maybe still? Yeah, still a legal no, topic. Yeah. So. yeah, still a legal topic. Okay, yeah. sorry, go ahead. And also because I don't think the club should, you know, in a matter of, I don't know, pride or respect, should take him back. They should just leave him at the door, you know, knocking and crying That's like a it. baby. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think they will do that. I mean, I think that they will buy if they get the chance. Maybe they won't because of the whole money issue. Because they need to get rid of some players and it's going to cost a lot. And Paris Saint-Germain is not going to let him go so easily for, you know, not so much, a lot of money, so. Mm-hmm. So, but if the, the last rumor was Dembele plus Coutinho, Coutinho plus 40 million. million. If PSG is not saying yes to that, he will never go back to Barcelona. Yeah. I mean, talk about the way I he's hope. gone about it. He's, it's quite a big gamble, the way that he's yeah. going about it at the moment, mm. because if it doesn't come off, he's sort of in limbo. I mean, he'll, he'll stay at PSG and probably play for them, you know, carry on playing for them, but he's really sort of blotted his copybook there, hasn't he? And, and the last and final episode for me was this crazy interview that if it ever happens in Brazil, <laughs> the tape got stolen from a car and there was very suspicious material on it about his future of Barcelona. It's all, it's so Neymar. That doesn't happen to any player in the whole world, not even Ronaldo, hmm. has this kind of, I have an interview and then the, the chip got stolen and oh, I don't know, I can't repeat the answers because, uh, sir, you had your opportunity. It's bullshit. <laughs> Worst career management in the yes. history of football. Yeah, that's is it. his dad still looking after him? He is, isn't he? Yes, his dad um, is... Well, looking after him is a bit... <laughs> he's a narcissist himself, isn't he, yeah. his dad? So, yeah. His dad's ruling him, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's treating him like a child. Exactly. Still, despite, the cow. Despite, despite Neymar being particularly old. Uh, so we're all agreed then, bad deal for Barca. Yeah. I think that would be a good deal, actually, if they, if they swapped him for Coutinho and Dembele. Who you get rid Barca of Dembele? Well, they don't want him, do they? He's not, it's not really worked out for him there. Okay. So I think those two going to PSG would be a good move for them. Both clubs would get rid of players who aren't really working out there so I think they should do that personally so Coutinho gone you're another of your fellow Brazilians yeah but Coutinho in Barcelona um, I said that it was a bad match because I really like him and I really like the way that he developed in Liverpool but I think that he hasn't been he's you know the, the whole cost and the whole thing of replacing Neymar was a big pressure and I don't think that he fits in the team quite well as he should so I think it was a wrong move for him to go to Barcelona and, it would, and push this move when he was in a club that he was working so well and a club that was aiming to achieve more in the coming years and which did actually so I think it was a bad move for him but I'm sad because I really do think that he deserves more than that he's there record buy he's the record buy amazing yeah, it's, it's not really that much bank. what is it 120 million or something 145 like that 145 million I think oh. it's a lot it's not that much <laughs> it, it is a lot it's, he's the second most expensive player in the world isn't yeah. he yeah I think so that Neymar transfer is <laughs> yeah. ruined everything the numbers but it's, Neymar it's transfer a lot of will money. not be uh, like reached at I hope times, not yeah <laughs> I remember when Chris Sutton joined uh, Blackburn for 5 million and yeah. the whole world lost its shit <laughs> they were like what's the game coming to 5 million <laughs> and here I am thinking 140 million is not that much Antoine Griezmann Benny already has let his feelings be known about him I think it's a bad move for the club too anybody else on our side? Um, yeah sort of yeah I didn't really understand why Barca were pushing for it I think it got to the point where it seemed like they sort of got cold feet about the transfer but then it was too late so they sort of had to go through with it anyway do you know what I mean like so I think he's, he's a good player isn't he Griezmann very good very good player um, I know you've written in your script that he's the most irritating footballer in the world <laughs> which is you could certainly make a case for that I think Jesse Lingard is the most irritating but that's um, a different point. Uh, no come on now Griezmann made that whole what was that nonsense called the denial oh. or the release La Decision La Decision I mean this whole story of two years was the worst transfer story we ever had in football like this oh I stay I love this club Mm. oh I leave I go away and uh, all this he's like for me he's an average player he is good Ah, he's not average but but he's he's not top 10 and the top 10 of the world best players not at all 
And like he's also a show pony, but without the show element. So he's mm -hmm. not glamorous at all. He has nothing. There's not even a story for a Netflix documentary about this guy. I think he comes from, he's just like an average French dude that plays proper football and like places himself in like a brand perspective that is not reasonable to, to his whole career. Like, and the Netflix documentary is called The Making of a Legend or something like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you are joking. Seriously. That's what it's called? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, if you're Muhammad Ali, then yeah. you can make these sort yeah, of things. If you're Antoine Griezmann, I'm not so sure. I think he looks a little bit like Lewis Ambrose. I've never, I haven't broached this yet. I think with that's very complimentary to Lewis Ambrose, personally. <laughs> Even I always say he looks like a homeless person, but I don't want to offend Lewis Ambrose. It's just like the haircut of Griezmann is horrible right now. Which oh, right now because he yeah. has a different haircut every he week. Haircut, I think. Yeah. He, he looks better with short hair. Yeah, um, they've also captured De Jong. We think he'll cope with the pressure. Going from Ajax to Barcelona, you dance yes. nothing. Dan's yes, nothing. Okay. I think that guy just oozes calmness and grace under pressure, and I think he'll be a, a brilliant signing for them. I really, yeah, I really wanted Man City to sign him. <laughs> I think he's more down to earth than Griezmann or mm. or uh, Dembele or Neymar. So I think he has more chances of succeeding in the team than the recent uh, hires that we had in Barcelona. And you see it like the transfer itself. Like he was super humble from the beginning, mm. and then the club, how the club says goodbye to a 19-year-old player like who played like two seasons in the pro team or whatever. Like this nice video, and everybody say, "Hey, mm. good luck and whatever." And he says, "I love Ajax, but I have to do the next step." And it's completely different to this whole show pony that that I do like building of a legend or whatever. <laughs> and it's completely different. And this is how it shows like footballers can be normal people even if they earn like a crazy amount of money, or you are completely idiots like others are and you go to Barca and you think you're the king of the world and I think the Ajax players especially especially look, De Jong and uh, De Ligt they both showed it is possible to be a normal person in this whole crazy business and I think this is two of the best stories of the summer jeez I love Dutch people I was yeah. going to say that they're all cool aren't they basically yeah. if anybody wants us to come to Amsterdam or anywhere in the kind of the different areas of, of the Netherlands and record this podcast yes We're available. We're available. Sleep on your floor. Anytime. We're, look, we're more than willing to get that train over. It's a nice train journey here from Berlin. We right sleep across. on your back feet. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Just puffer teas. It's we can even eat, better. We'll, we'll eat your puffages. Yes. Uh, we'll <laughs> eat what's, what's that chocolate we like? Uh, Tony's? It's Tony Choconelli's. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll eat that. Uh, eat Hagelslach and we say thank you and as you believe all the time. See, so come on. <laughs> Amsterdam, help, help a brother out here. <laughs> Speaking of legends going back to clubs, Benny, hmm. Mats Hummels. Hmm. This is a bad move. For whom? For Bayern? Uh, no, for Bayern it's a good move because they're getting a past its sell-by date defender right. off their books, but it can't be good for Dortmund. I think it will be good for Dortmund because oh. he's the one little puzzle piece that they potentially need. It's a person who wants to be a leader because they hadn't had that in the in their in the last year, even in situations where it was needed. So he is the guy that stood in front of a camera, that says the right words, that can like set a whole a whole stadium in flames with one uh, tackling. Oh yeah. I think he is not on the like he's on the downfall of his career. Like from a sporting point perspective, he's not really like a good addition, but I think he can put a team together and he can like make a difference he make can like kind of create a wolf pack and this is they try to do this with Marco Royce but he's not the character so I think uh, for Dortmund like the last piece they needed last year was someone who just said in the shit moments of the season hey we get this through and I think Mats Hummels can be that person wow let's see how so, how the fans react to him I, because what you can hear like, like everybody is super happy that he is back because like he's kind of the counterpart of their youth strategy strategy they started two or three years ago like bringing young players in and now you bring back an experienced guy who is pretty expensive um, but I think like only from the team like from the atmosphere in the team I think he's a good fit so he's very much there to kind of bind the dressing room together give a bit of leadership not it's not only just for his footballing skills that's it's the sort a of face thing. and the voice of the team I would say and that's what they needed last season a good looking face too it's okay <laughs> his former club they're in a bit of a pickle 
What is it now? 18 players? I don't know. 18 and six of them are under 17 or something like this. They are bargaining this summer. I mean, Uli Hoeneß, a few weeks ago in a big German TV show, he said like, oh, if you all would have known what we have in the back yeah. and you all would wonder. And then they came out with like Hernandez and... Uh, Pavard. Pavard, yeah. Pavard. So mm. Pavard was already like after the World Cup, everybody knew they that, had That him. was agreed, yeah. So and everybody was expecting like minimum one or two strikers. Timo Werner was in the and then it all went wrong for them so everyone they are attacking or they and they went very offensive with like Hudson Odoi and all these players even Leroy Sané out of nowhere suddenly Bayern says like hey we want Leroy Sané and they expected him to say oh finally Bayern asked mm. me to come but they completely forgot that their status in world football like I would say 10 years ago Bayern was there was Real Madrid Bayern Munich Real Madrid Barcelona Man United and potentially Bayern uh, um, and Bayern Munich, so the four clubs that every player in the world would say yes to uh, if they got a if they got a contract. But right now there are several more clubs like Man City comes in, uh, even Atletico Madrid. And right now it's more attractive than than uh, hmm. than Bayern Munich right now. Juventus Turin, all these clubs are there, and Bayern still thinks we are there. And when we knock on the door, the the, the players get crazy, and it's not going to happen. And I think they bargained a lot. And now there are names in the uh, in the lottery. I don't know, Roca or even players I haven't heard of, and they will pay overpriced buy them. Mm -hmm. And maybe they are good, but I don't know. But they not the stars they want. So Hudson Odoi, no. Even this, I'm I'm a little bit confused as to why they're so intent on getting Callum Hudson Odoi. I mean, he's really good. He's a really good player, and they need, they need wingers, don't they? So that's why they're going for Sané as well. Mm. Um, but I don't think Chelsea will, will let him go. I don't think he's that keen on going there either now. I think he'll, he'll get more chances under Lampard this season than he got under Sarri last season, so that'll probably be enough to keep him at the club. And Chelsea need their players. They can't be Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Leroy Sané, mm. were you worried for a moment? I still am a little bit, yeah. Because it was that footage, completely... right? Did you see this? No, I didn't actually. Oh, well, it was footage of uh, him talking to Sterling, and Sterling mm. says something... And then he's like, oh, I'll have to talk to you about it later. But it was oh, okay. something about Germany. Oh, okay. So everybody's interpreting this as, hey, maybe right, this maybe right. things. In a promotional video, like, hey, we have to talk about <laughs> Bayern no, later, I, later. I think it was in a promotional video. I think that's what it was. It was in the, I think it might have been in that video that went with um, De Bruyne and nutmegging somebody. Right, okay. Yeah. Is Neymar's dad running his career? <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. deleted one video because he, was, he wore a Nike jersey, I think. And then there were rumors in Germany that they deleted. But he came back to training ground. Mm-hmm. He wore a Nike jersey because he's a Nike player and Man mm. City is uh, Puma. Puma. Puma, so... Uh, and then they deleted the video and everybody was like oh no he's, that's the that's the final sign he's going to Bayern Munich and they only <laughs> deleted because he was wearing a Nike jersey ah well you know like silly season you got to read into these things <laughs> yeah that's again Lucy followed on Instagram recently that's the, the that's key one isn't it yeah. yeah that's any way to measure or you know what their what their other half is saying yeah, yeah. yeah like for example Coutinho started uh, did not put in his profile on Instagram that he's a Barcelona oh player. yeah, yeah. remove that that's a huge so, breaking news mm. That's great. I've seen a lot of stories written on those sort of uh, things, so I wouldn't get a, <laughs> wouldn't be too looked down on it. But you'll keep Sani. I think so. Yeah, I mean, it, it probably all depends on whether Bayern will pay what he's worth as well. How much? Because well, I, th I think he's worth at least a hundred million, and apparently Minimum. they were offering. No what? more than he's good, but 100 million minimum. Yeah. He's he is gonna be in a, in a market where Joao Felix yes. is worth 126 ah, million, having course. played 48 senior games. Yeah, I think Sane is worth 100 plus. How, how old is he now? He's like what 24, I think. Yeah, so he's I think he's younger, yeah, 23, 24. It feels like 21, but <laughs> can be 24. But yeah, I don't think Bayern really understands the transfer market. No. They've sort of kept out of it for so long. <laughs> yeah. When they've, they've come rushing in and paid 80 million for Lucas Hernandez, yes. it's like going to an all-you-can-eat all you buffet and filling up on bread and then having yeah. no room to eat anything else. <laughs> they don't understand what they've done. Like, hey, how is he worth 80 million? If, yeah. if he's worth 80 million, Sané's worth 800 million. You know, he's, he's a good player, but... <laughs> Yeah, and they always relied on every German player wants to play for Bayern Munich, but I think this time's over. And like even Timo Werner, who was like a fixed transfer in everybody's mind, like it's obvious that he's going to Bayern Munich, and potentially is, but he thinks so long about it because I think he has the chance to go to I don't know maybe he plays if he plays one or a good season in the Champions League with Leipzig, he can go to Real Madrid or whatever, mm -hmm. or a Premier League. I mean, Jovic is at Real Madrid, so everybody can go there. So, 
so Barnes screwed is our summary of it. Let's all. wait. There are a few more weeks, and they they talk about dominoes a lot. Uh, yeah, that's what they they wait about the, the for the domino, but no one want, knows who's the first part of this whole domino thing. So I think they wait, kind of wait for the Neymar deal going through, and then they try to get like cheap bargaining on I don't know Dembele or or Coutinho or whatever. Um, but I can't see Dembele fitting in with those southern, southern German ways. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, he won't fit. So, uh, but I, I don't know. So maybe he will fit. But I think they wait for Neymar to transfer and then things falling apart. Julian Draxler could be available there. <sighs> yeah, that would be that would be the. And he will go to Bayern, I'm pretty sure. Of course uh, he would. He'd be a good buy for them. But I think every Bayern fan would say, hey, you promised Dembele, you promised Sané, and here he is, Julian Draxler, who is good. <laughs> But it's not like the the shining star they want to have. So Bayern fans getting nervous. It it hasn't been a shining star for a while. Uh, Our West Ham listeners would love to know what they're getting in Allaire. Sébastien Allaire. Yeah. (laughs) He is a monster. So uh, he was the key point for the Frankfurt success in the last years. So uh, because he was the center of their offense. But he mostly is like the guy who gets the long balls and put them to the the wingers who are fast. So I don't know West Ham's system right now. He's not the striker that gets the ball, runs through 10 mm-hmm. people and scores the goals. He's more the, like the, in Germany we call it Wandspieler. I don't know, the wall player or okay, is a goal yeah. player mm-hmm. in English. Yeah, so, I know what you mean. Yeah. Play so, one-twos off and that sort of thing. So he has the back to his the goal. The big man. He gets, yeah, like a center in basketball. So he, he knows how to play in the low post and the high post. So he gets the ball. He's he's clever footballer and can, can uh, play the passes. And he also goes to the box and scores goals but Mm -hmm. uh, he's not like super fast or whatever and Frankfurt fell apart last season when he was injured so that was that was a bad point of the season when he was out for four or six weeks uh, with a bulk muscle belly muscle belly muscle injury hurt his belly (laughs) something like this so and then uh, I think if he he would stay there because him taking him out of this Frankfurt three triangle, Rebic, Jovic, Alea, changed the role of the other two, and they had to work way more in the center and get, uh, get balls, and th- and this changed their complete approach of the game, and this makes in the end suck too much energy of the front two, and then uh, was it a bit and the key thing was that he was part of this three that worked very well together. Yeah, he was the guy getting the ball and giving yeah. it to Rebic or to Rebic or uh, Jovic, Jovic or yeah. Kostic, mm-hmm. and they do crazy things and sometimes he's in the middle and scores and he's a good header and all that but he is like the guy that he's a kind of a playmaker scorer he's very good okay it's not I mean it's silly season did you want to mention the referee test Yes, there was a great story in, uh, in Germany. So every time, I think in every league, the referees have to do like a fitness test uh, before to prove uh, that they are fit enough to, to whistle the games. And I think it's completely normal. So everybody passes. I never heard that someone fails. But this year, um, one threw up, um, two <laughs> failed, and one linesman didn't pass the time. Like four people were not allowed, didn't pass the test. And the curious thing is that one of the guys, Dennis Eitekin, who passed, who didn't pass the test, was filmed like one week before on a rave festival, like uh, um, <laughs> as a DJ on the on the stage, of partying, and like he's like a kind of a he's like kind of a weird person because he owns um, uh, I don't know like a Vazaga channel, like a, a channel where people look in the future and tell you like they lay cards what? and say hey you tarot are, cards, yeah, tarot cards, yeah. He owns what well, he owns, he a, owns TV a TV channel. channel Oh, he's the owner of a TV channel that does all this all day. So it's a bit shady uh, on this side. And then he's a rave DJ and he had get an explanation. He was on a rave with his daughter, which is pretty awkward. And then the <laughs> DJ asked him to come to stage and then he had a little session. And one week later, he failed the the like normal referee test and is injured right now. They don't and do doping tests on this test, do they? I don't know. Maybe it is. like a, No, I, don't, I wouldn't say that it was a doping test. I think he just like... He didn't take it too serious. So, and now, just to be clear, he hasn't failed any doping tests. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Uh, but now there is the potential that Germany is missing three major referees for the first four match days if they don't <laughs> pass the test uh, last minute. I think they can do it in other lang- um, countries of the mm-hmm. world the same test, but they have to pass it. So it's very funny mm-hmm. uh, because, like, the whole VIR and referees are always in criticism. 
and they're always seen as the as the A plus guys. They know everything and they know the rules. And then one woman vomiting during a, a fitness test is sure. Funny <laughs> Have you ever done tarot cards? <laughs> no, I haven't. No tea leaves. No tea leaves. Nothing what are you doing with tea leaves? Horoscope, though, I do believe. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh no. What's the <laughs> Not the ones you? that you read on the newspaper, like what's going to happen to you today or this week. Oh, like Mystic Meg. But you know, like uh, star signs Meg? and characteristics mm -hmm. and stuff. Is it Mystic Meg? Mystic Mag, yeah. That's a reference that absolutely nobody will understand. No, apart from me and you, probably. Okay. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> and what is tea leaves? Tea leaves is when... Uh, it's like with the coffee. When you read after, you drink the coffee and you read like the rest of the coffee in the cup. And you look for you look for symbols or signs in it or something like that. I, I've been re-watching Friends recently and Phoebe did it. And that's why I, reminded, I was reminded of it. Did you ever do it? What? No, I don't believe in any of that. There's nothing in a coffee cup, or what? I mean, if you drink no, a coffee, no, it's no, there's no, Turkish coffee because they put ah, it with the, with the ah, powder. Okay, with the mocha. Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. filter it. Ah, okay. Looking into the future, Dan, is Paul Bogba going to be a Manchester United player next season? Um, that was good, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice segue. Yeah. That's a difficult one. Because it's, it's a little bit like the sort of Neymar thing. It's possible that it could happen. Are Real Madrid going to stump up the cash for him? Are they going to find a way to make that deal work? We've already talked about the players that they've, they've got just you know hanging around at the club that they need to sell. So I don't think they can really buy a player for 150 million. Or mm. I think they were told that United were going to say, no, we want 200 million for him. So I think it could just be a war of attrition that ends up ending with him staying at United because I just don't see how Real Madrid are going to make it work. But it's sort of similar to the Neymar one. He's very much set head his stall here mm. and said, hey, look, this Man United thing, I'm done with it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's going to be awkward. Go Shit the bed and now he's going to have to sleep in it, isn't he, basically? Yeah, Pretty much. Careful, but yeah. that's, yeah. I was, I was not quite the metaphor I was going to go for. But, uh, <laughs> he's full of metaphors today. Yeah. Isn't he just? Yeah. Right. So you think, you think he's going to stay? That's an interesting thing. I think one. it's more likely that it, than he will go at this moment in time yeah just because of the, lo the logistics of it don't seem to add up to me and not even Juventus we don't think he would go back to Juventus would he? I think he would but I don't think again I think they've probably spent all the money that they're going to spend they've bought Rabiot and Ramsey this summer mm. so they're not going to need another central midfielder really yeah they've spent money on De Ligt. yeah yeah they still have Pjanic and Sami Khedira mm. yeah Kadira well, might go. Kadira might go, you would think. Mm. Pjanic is still an excellent player. Kadira's going to go to MLS, isn't he, they were saying? Yeah, uh, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Whereabouts? Okay. It's time for him. It's time for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the best move you can do as a professional yeah. footballer. Spent your last totally two years in it. America. No one knows you. You're on shit money. You play football. You get to stay fit. You can train down. And then uh, best part, if you play in California or New York, yeah. Nice. I'd go for the Japan option, personally. No, never. Yeah. It's a more interesting culture for me. You're a footballer. Like, imagine you're a footballer. You're not yeah. interested in culture anyway. You're interested in big cars, <laughs> gold chains, <laughs> beaches, and selfies. So, what, what to do well, in yeah, Japan? I'd be, doing, I'd be doing millions of selfies in Japan, wouldn't I? Yeah. Do you think that's why Podolski went there and Iniesta went there and Torres and stuff for the culture? Or for, for the, the culture, body? yeah. <laughs> Especially Podolski. Yeah. Well, maybe Iniesta. <laughs> Speaking of Manchester United, mm. they look set to spend 80 million on Harry Maguire. <laughs> Is this the worst deal of the entire summer I've written here? Probably, yeah. I mean, again, like we said about the seller's market, it's just ridiculous, isn't it, the way, the way it's gone? Um, for him to be worth that amount of money. I mean, English players are always a little bit more expensive when they're, when they're sold to another English club. There's a bit of a premium that goes on that. Obviously, this mm -hmm. sort of homegrown aspect of it, which it comes into play as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just think it's he's a good player. I think he will improve them, definitely. But if my club was spending that amount of money on him, which had been rumoured all summer as well, mm. I think we would get an awful lot of flack for that, and <laughs> understandably so. Why are... I mean, is it just that British thing? Because you've obviously got Lewis, the likes of Lewis Dunk going for 45 million, or it's potentially just, going for 45 million. It's just the seller's million. market, isn't it? It's just people can sort of demand whatever they want now, and there's no, there's no sort of regulation around it, it seems. There's no... Um, People being told that that's outrageous amount of money to pay. If, mm. you, if you want to buy this player, then Especially this is what we want for him. If it's a yeah. big club, if yeah. it's a big club, they're going to ask 80 million for Maguire. If mm. it's Manchester United, exactly, if yeah. it's another club, then they're not going to ask. Yeah, for that. it's got a five-year like contract. It's like Lucas costing 80 million to buy Munich. You know, if he was sold to any other club, they would pay half. Mm. But also Newcastle will buy Joel Linton for 50 million. That's oh, from Hoffenheim. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Newcastle is not a big club. Joel Linton is not a big player. And I think it's an English problem. 
they don't get these 100 million deals for the mega players but they get a lot of like 80 million deals for players who are like <laughs> okay who is this let's let's I'm, have a look I'm and sure they, he'll be inspired by working with Steve Bruce as well and and if like De Ligt goes for 70 million to Juventus and Harry Maguire goes for 80 million to Manchester United I think Manchester United should have a think about their scouting or their <laughs> yeah. general approach to transfers I would say I think okay. it has to do a lot with the difference between the Premier League and the other leagues in Europe and the money they make in yeah, sure. TV broadcasting sure. rights and then people just know they can ask something like that for yeah. Jordan I mean the Bundesliga adjusted their whole transfer approach to the Premier League prices they sell their <laughs> mi minimum like mid players or good players to to the Premier League and they get the talents back who didn't get any play time and this is happening like the last two years and I think this is what all clubs spotted right now My favorite club got Robbie Matondo for a small amount of money and he's a hype talent, as I heard. Hype talent. He only has to show like it. it on the yeah. pitch. And uh, Was yeah. this the guy who missed the open goal in his first game? Uh, no, that was Benito Raman. Okay. But I think Robbie Matondo was um, um, put out to the second team because of his personal behavior and training and he was not very motivated, which is normal for a 19-year-old guy going to a club like first two weeks chill chill a bit in training don't show yourself too much <laughs> and start start right from the second team <laughs> it's like this uh, fifa mode the journey i think he's playing the journey in real life, <laughs> in real life. um liverpool dan mm. they haven't spent a cent no sensible approach maybe or do their does their squad need improvement they don't really need anyone i don't think like you know they had such a good season last year i'm not convinced that they're going to sort of get the same points total in the Premier League that they got last season next season you never know but you could see them have another crack at the Champions League with that squad um, I still think they're a little light on quality in central midfield but I don't think they're going to want to spend 150 million on a, a top quality player this summer so I, yeah they, they might bring a, some defensive reinforcement in or a substitute goalkeeper but that's probably going to be it for them this summer Coutinho? Back to Liverpool. It's been talked about, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of talk of it. I, I, can't, yeah. I can't see it. Uh, he would be a, be a good replacement, you know, a good guy in the bench for someone hmm. getting injured, Mane getting injured during the season or something like that. He wouldn't sit on the bench though, would he? <laughs> I don't think he wants to move anywhere to sit on the bench because that's his problem in Barcelona. But I don't really see him in a place in the in Liverpool team right now. I mean, I think he lost his chance. Mm. I think it's the last year of Jung Klopp in Liverpool, by the way. Just mark my words. Well, you're putting that out there? The season, yeah. What makes you think that? Because, like, in Dortmund, he had his, like, way of motivating players. And he had, like, the same squad together for mm -hmm. a couple of years. And after, the, after two or three years, a lot of players saying, like, we heard that story. Uh, it's it's good and mm. like he reached the top of the top and like he, he won the Champions League more that's more there's nothing more potentially he can win the uh, the title in England but there's still Man City so and I think it goes to the players heads that that the fire of Jurgen Klopp will slightly glimpse out and they might <laughs> like, be, like it did at Dortmund they really got Dortmund yeah. relegated in his last yeah. season didn't yeah. he? Yes, it's not that bad but I think it's he, he learned from that and I would say like one year and if he doesn't if he didn't get the title in England he will decide himself to say okay then my journey is over Bayern will he go there do you think <sighs> yeah. he will won't he he's the <laughs> perfect the fit for Bayern I would yeah. say But what makes sense is that you can't go directly as a manager from, from the, the connection he had with Dortmund to Bayern yeah. so he has to use a, a circuitous route the yeah. Steve Bruce route the Steve, the Steve <laughs> Bruce route yeah, he's now more connected to Liverpool these days than he is to Dortmund they always say a former Dortmund coach but he's Liverpool mm. like he's full Anfield right now so he can easier to go for him going much to easier for him now yeah. to move to Munich I mean, it's a sensible it's a long term thinking on yeah. his part I would say Dan your club mm -hmm. have the worst kid I've ever seen in my entire life the home one or the, or the third one the, the third one yes. the home the home and away are actually quite nice but the, the third one yeah. what did the you call it one. popsicle yeah. I like it or sex oh, on the beach it's hyping the game <laughs> it's hyping the game no, it's got like it's awful it's dreadful no, it's dreadful, dreadful. Yeah. no it is really dreadful I think it's, it's worse that, than that Huddersfield jersey that came one out of the, yesterday one of the jerseys that in 10 years everybody will say a legendary third kid from Manchester mm. City oh, I will mm. buy it on a flea market in London for like 40 euros mm. and whatever so. well I said to Ian that's the European kit so there's a possibility he could win the Champions League yeah. in that kit and then it'll be oh you know God. iconic forever won't it so. I asked Dan <laughs> to buy the full kit to come into work in it 
but he wouldn't those go. iconic but he has to get the, shorts. Yeah, has to get the shorts also because yeah, no, he's got to get, yeah. he's got to get the shorts, thing. Like shoes with uh, with the things. Well, like boots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the studs. The the what are they calling the shorts? Peach. Peach. Pink. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically pink. Uh, I haven't seen the socks though. What color are the socks? Peach. Oh, they're also peach. Yeah, yeah. Or are they yellow? I can't remember. It doesn't matter, is it? It kind of looks a bit like uh, like something from Austin Powers or something like that. Like, it's, yeah. It looks like a popsicle from, you know, the ones that three-year-olds like when you ask your niece, like, which one do you want? And mm-hmm. the chocolate one is also obviously the best and they ask for the colorful one. Yeah, yeah but you have That's to reach out one. to new markets. You need new fans. And I just don't understand why you purposely design a rubbish football kit, which is what they've done there. Surely nobody's looking at that going, that's a nice kit. Yeah. It's terrible. Just it make, terrible. just make like a sort of retro version, like a new version of a retro kit every year. People will buy it. I would like buy Arsenal it. Did. Yeah. yeah, and they've won. Nostalgia. That's all you need. Nostalgia is a big trend. Mm. I read that in Vogue. It ain't what it used to be. <laughs> Nostalgia is a big trend. Nostalgia is a big trend. Honestly, since fifty years. Or no, 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 no. It's a particularly big trend for right this, now for, for two thousand nineteen. For right now, okay. I think it might have been last year, and it's sort of leading a little bit into 2019. So we all watch Titanic and start to cry again? No, but like you see like the clothes and people has very much got a 90s feel. I say that I'm, all the time. That if you got into a coma for 30 years and you wake up in Berlin, you're going to think no time has passed. Yes. Mm. Buffaloes are back. I'm waiting for the comeback of baggy pants. Then it's my big time. I can say I'm the trendsetter. <laughs> <laughs> I was the first who did it for 25 years and now you're all doing it. And then I wear slim pants. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out to some proper football questions. Dan, your beloved Man City. Yeah. Not being too busy. No, not really. I don't think they had to be. Oh, a little okay. bit like Liverpool, they just needed a bit of a nip and tuck here and there, really. Um, nice. So they've got Rodri, who I think is a great signing. Yeah. I'd be lying if I said I'd watched him play that much at Atletico Madrid, but I think City have needed that sort of number six player for a while, obviously with Fernandinho getting older as well. That's essentially what he will do. He'll, He'll take be the successor of him, yeah. Um, he's been compared to Sergio Busquets, who obviously Pep got a lot of uh, joy out of mm. at Barcelona. So if he's anything like Busquets, then I think we've, we've made a, a great signing there. Um, some talk of Danny Alves. Yeah, yeah. Still the best fullback in the world. Still the best uh, right back in the world, yeah. Best title in football history. Yeah, 40 titles. Take that. I've got a little funny little story about Danny Alves actually. So he came close to joining um, City two years ago when he went mm. to PSG instead yeah. at the last minute. I've got a friend who works um, in the media department at Man City and he said that they he plays guitar, right, Danny Alves? Not true. Apparently so. They bought a guitar for his presentation. He was going to do like some cool video where he's playing guitar. Mm. Obviously he decided at the last minute to go to PSG and that guitar has just been sitting in the office the whole time <laughs> as like a monument to the transfer that never was. So maybe that guitar will finally get dusted yeah. off this summer. And then they found out that he's not playing guitar. <laughs> oh, here's your guitar. Uh, well, maybe, he's been, maybe he's been spending his two years in PSG learning the guitar so that when he goes to Man City, boom. That would be like a viral player video. for Pep Guardiola because he is still wants to learn things, wants mm. to learn more and, than football. And he loves Guardiola so much. Every interview that he gives in Brazilian television, he just praises Guardiola. Oh, yeah? Coach he was super at the Copa America Learned a lot well. from him. And he says all these stuff all the time and then Guardiola says something like I never said that <laughs> who's that guy chasing me yeah the, this that famous Daniel. one that uh, Danny Alves was giving an interview in a Brazilian television and he was explaining Guardiola's method of working and he said that Guardiola loves uh, planning and tactics and whatever more than sex and then someone asked that Guardi- for Guardiola he was like I prefer the sex. <laughs> <laughs> um, so nothing more from Man City then? Um, they might yeah, get a centre-back. Nathan Ake has been talked about from Bournemouth. Which 50 million? 40 million apparently. Oh, 40 million. Yeah, bargain. bargain. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Michael Cox did a good tweet about this recently actually. He said if you want that sort of 90s nostalgia when it comes to transfer fees, just take the zero off the end. That's true. So you're looking at like 4 million for Nathan Ake. That's uh, oh. That would be like a 90s transfer, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. And you get a more realistic yeah. appreciation of what 10 these players are worth. for, um, I don't know. Coutinho. Coutinho, yeah. <laughs> does seem about that seems more right <laughs> yeah, I'm with this sense. I'm it's with just, this yeah. approach okay finally uh, let's go around the table the deals left to be done that we should be getting excited about Everton 
and not the club. Yeah, that, little, that's little a big onions. deal. I mean, after he's been playing really good in Brazil for a few years, but now that he's got some international attention after the Copa America, I think that any club that wants to count with him for the season is doing a great deal. First, because it's not going to be costing 100 million or anything mm. like that. And of course, he will need some time to adjust, especially if it's a very competitive league. But I, I believe in him very much. I think much. it's a typical uh, Shakhtar Donetsk got said, Sinit um, St. Petersburg transfer, like getting them here and then they play there for two mm. years and then they go to the Premier League mm. or whatever. I think it's he's not going to like one of the. It's a well trodden Brazilian yeah. route to do yeah. that. I mm. think it would work, but I don't think that he wants that. Yeah. I think that after the Copa America that he just had, he wants Premier League, he wants La Liga, he wants something like that. So I'm not sure they'll close the deal if it's uh, what, Ukraine. What clubs are being named for him? Oh, a lot. Like Arsenal and Tottenham, Manchester City, and I think also something in in Spain, but I'm not sure. Atletico Madrid. There's so many Everton's in uh, football history. Like only in Germany, I think they played six different Everton's, all written different, but they're all called Everton strikers, (laughs) defenders, or whatever it is. Well, Arsenal links with a player called Everton Suarez. Is that a different? That's a different guy, right? Not sure. Yeah, some some other Brazilian kid called Everton. So yeah. Why aren't Everton signing him? What yes. a marketing opportunity that That's is. That's great. The whole team <laughs> Go of Everton. Go out for him. And what? I think it's so funny that for you guys, Everton is the team. And I used to have a friend staying by my place. And, you know, she started watching football because I would watch football every weekend. And then I would say, yeah, come on, today we have to watch it. It's like Liverpool and Everton. She's like, Everton is the guy that works with me. <laughs> <laughs> is Everton such a popular name in Brazil? I think so, yeah. I mean, not in middle-class southeastern big cities but it's very popular it would be a nice story for Everton by the way just yeah. the, the top Everton's you can get like <laughs> and the price of it yeah yeah mm. served by you by idea. the German editor Benjamin Kulov <laughs> Gareth Bale oh. oh my god where will he go he needs to go <laughs> he, he need, needs to play football he needs to go there was talk of Spurs that's rubbish I think so yeah I don't think they'll they'll pay the money for him Man, I think he'd Maybe be quite happy just, just United, to stay yeah. at Madrid for the last the remainder of his contract he's owning insane amount of money there isn't he oh shitloads like 400 grand a week is it shitloads is a technical term <laughs> yeah yeah he just goes and plays golf doesn't he every day and loves mm. it yeah. and he doesn't even speak Spanish no he has to go back to England China he's a China transfer <laughs> like bye bye never see you again <laughs> and in two years he goes to Everton Wasn't makes more money than he makes now I don't think they can afford him like and he's not like they're searching for young fast wingers and he's a winger, but and he was fast, but I don't know. He's a lot of he had a lot of injuries in the past, right? So yeah, I still think he could do a job. It's a shame because he's really, really good. Yeah. yeah, in the Bundesliga, he would be the best player from right away. But yeah. I think that's not what. Bayern but he's won more trophies at Real Madrid than Zinedine Zidane. Maybe he's the domino thing they're waiting for. Mm, we don't know. <laughs> James Rodriguez, do we have any idea on this one? Well, is he, isn't he already a Napoli player? No, apparently he's no. not going to Atletico Madrid. What? Because Napoli's well, president said Real Madrid is asking too much money for, yeah. him, for him. So they're not willing to pay for that. And Atletico seemed interested in the last few days. Okay. Any other deals we should be getting excited about that are left to do? Mm. Schalke needs eight more players. So <laughs> I think we are waiting for all the things that fall off the car. <laughs> And a bit, <laughs> they're a bit dusty, and maybe like have you some brush them off, put yeah. a bit of water on no, them. That's okay. Maybe, okay. maybe, maybe they're good. Okay. But Nobody they, else. No other deals. No I Brazilian players. We should know about. Yeah. No. Not the biggest deals. I think we've mentioned them already. Until it's done, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's all from us today. My thanks to Dan, Benny, and Joanna. Uh, we're hoping to be back next week. I might actually need to talk to you about that afterwards, Dan. Uh, in the meantime, you can listen to the back catalog on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever it is you get your podcast hit. And if you want to get in touch, the address to do so is podcast at onefootball.com. I love-